Hey everybody, it is Carla Swanigan. Welcome to the Scandalous Grace podcast. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be here today, back in my sunroom, talking to you guys. I've missed you. I've missed doing this. It's been several weeks since my last podcast. I apologize. I have been kind of crazy busy with all of this transition in my life. If you've been listening and tuning in recently, you know that I am walking through some pretty pretty big stuff right now and um, just experiencing some real faith walks and faith journeys um, with the Lord right now. I'm getting ready to move out to Redding, California to go to Bethel School Supernatural Ministry and I actually leave two weeks from tomorrow. I have this big like countdown calendar on my iPad. I was going to put it on my phone, but I was like, no, that's going to give me anxiety if I see that like constantly because it's going to remind me of all the things I still need to get done before I leave. But it has been a whirlwind of activity. And then on top of that, um, I moved out there a couple of weeks ago and um, me and a girlfriend of mine went out there. She went out to help and got me all moved in to the apartment that God blessed me with. If you were... um, Again, tuning in and praying with me about God finding me a place to live out there because there's kind of like a housing shortage out there. So it's pretty tough to get a place and you have to get your name on a list. And it's just like kind of feels like all these hoops you have to jump through. But um, God totally hooked me up in a way that only he could do. And I mean, it truly was his hand in it. And it was just him saying to me again, look, I've got you. This is me. I'm doing it. You can trust me. I've called you this. I'm going to connect you. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to provide for you and um, I'm going to pay for it, you know, and that's just what he's doing. And it's just been amazing to walk through this um, new season with him and just see him move so mightily and so in such like obvious ways that, um, you know, it's just those moments where you say to yourself, Like he is so real, (laughs) you know, if I needed to be reminded again that God exists and that he loves me and not only does he love me, but he sees me and he cares about every detail of my life and even the things that seem unimportant in the grand scheme of things, but they're important to me in some small way. God cares about those too. Like to realize that you guys, it's, um, if you've experienced that with him, it's, it's such a reassurance. It's, it's one of those times that you just, fall in love with the father all over again. And you're so grateful that he is such a good father, right? That's what we always talk about on this podcast is just the goodness of God. But anyway, um, I moved out there a couple of weeks ago and got all settled and, and spent a week just, you know, finding some used furniture and repurposing some stuff and just trying to put, you know, an apartment together with the financial means that I had. And um, some friends had, had donated some money and it was just really sweet to go and 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 get some things at these cute little repurposed shops and even off of Craigslist and all kinds of other stuff. But God just really brought it together and it was it was really neat to watch him just cross things off my need and want list one by one that week that I was out there. And, you know, it's a, it's a two day drive out there from here in Colorado and, and two days back basically. And so it made for a really long week. And then right after I got back within, gosh, less than a week, a few days, maybe I'm not even sure now. 
Um, like I said, it's been kind of a whirlwind, but um, they started having that um, fire, that wildfire out there that you may have seen and heard about on the national news. It's the car fire. And it started as a wildfire right outside of Reading. Um, and it just grew and it started moving into the city and it has destroyed as of today. I don't know by the time you listen to this podcast down the road, but over, I believe it's over a thousand structures, most of them homes that have been destroyed, um, especially on the west side of Reading. And it's just been such a sad and at times really scary intense situation. I'm so grateful that my friend and I were back when this started so that we didn't have to evacuate and just be in all that. I mean, it was just a lot of chaos. I'm sure there in town, I have friends that got evacuated that are there and, um, it's just, it has been really scary and crazy to watch and crazy to see the small town I'm moving to in Northern California be all over the news every night, you know, the nightly news and the national news and, um, I've had friends reach out because they weren't sure if I was back or still there, and and I really appreciate that. But it it has been a really, um, gosh, just who I don't even know the right word. It gets me emotional. I've been, you know, just worried about the city and the people there. God's already put a love in my heart for the city of Reading and the people of Reading, and I've just really been praying for their safety and their protection and wisdom for all the leaders, but. Um, it looks like things are starting to turn around a little bit and they're getting more control and containment of the fire. And that's really good. My new apartment was probably, um, I don't know, less than a mile and a half from one of the mandatory evacuation areas. So I was checking with a friend that was there and, and actually a neighbor in my complex that evacuated out just to see you know, were we mandatory evacuated? What was the situation with my complex? And, um, it stayed safe. And so I'm really grateful for that, especially since there's so many people that are going through, um, the loss and devastation of their homes. So please keep praying for the people of Reading and Shasta County in general, all the surrounding areas that fire is, um, like I said, they're getting control of it, it seems, but it's still moving. And so we just want to really cover that in prayer and pray for rain really in the state of California in general, because they really need it, especially where all these wildfires are. And so, um, all that was going on for several days. So, um, it has just been a, a couple of weeks, really two or three weeks of not sleeping much between the drive out there and the drive back and, and just the rush to get everything done while I was there. And then all this stuff with a fire and, worrying about that and, and staying up through the night to watch all the live news reports from California and whatnot. It's just, it's been crazy. But all that being said, you know, I woke up this morning with really a, a fresh sense of hope and excitement about all that God has called me to there and um, what he has planned for me as I learn and, you know, go back to school Again, it's going to be, I know, an incredible time of growth and um, prayerfully a whole lot of meeting amazing people and um, just incredible worship and and really learning how to be a daughter, you know, and learning how just to, to receive from the goodness of God and 
let him show me who he created me to be. You know, even at my age, I don't know um, how old you are that's listening to this. Um, I know it's probably a wide range of ages, but sometimes, I mean, I'm in my late 40s. And I'm going to be 40, I'm 46. I always have to do the math. I'm 46 right now. Um, I'll be 47 this fall, shortly after classes begin at school. And, you know, it's one of those things where I'm like, gosh, Lord, I can't believe at my age I'm going back to school. And, you know, what's that going to feel like? There's a part of me that's like super excited, but another part of me that feels really intimidated by the young people. I'm a girlfriend's daughter is going to the same school as me out here from Colorado. We'll be out there together. And she just graduated high school. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, Emma's, you know, 18. And this is like going to be nothing for her. It's going to be amazing. And she's, you know, starting at such a great age. And sometimes it just makes me feel really old. But I've really felt the Lord speak to that the past few weeks and especially again today. And just, you know, I want to say to you as well, the same thing that he said to me, like, we are always learning. We always have an opportunity for growth. We always have an opportunity to receive wisdom and revelation from him. And and we always really have the invitation to new life experiences. It doesn't matter what our age is. And I really felt like God wanted me to reiterate that to you guys listening as well. You know, I encourage you, don't let your age limit your possibilities. Don't let your age shut down and narrow your options. You know, really just take that adage that I grew up with in the South, which is like, go big or go home. You know, like he put us on this earth for a reason. We're here to live life. And I encourage you to live it to the fullest. And I feel like that's what I'm doing as I step into this new season. You know, two weeks from now, I'm going to be in a brand new city um, with a whole bunch of strangers meeting some amazing people, like I said, but starting something brand new, a whole new life experience. You know, I'm excited to meet my pastors. We all get assigned, you know, small group and, and large group pastors, revival group pastors, they're called. I'm so excited to to meet um, new people that are going to teach me so many things based on their experiences with God and what they, they've come to know about the Lord. And I'm excited about that. And so I've gone through all the stages, I think, of um, a huge transition. And it's just the final step, you know, two weeks from tomorrow. Um, just going out there and beginning, you know. That's all I have left to do is to begin. I feel like I've got all my ducks in a row as much as I possibly can based on the information I've been given and I'm as prepared as I can be. And so much of it is still up to the Lord. There's still, um, you know, a lot of finances that, that need to come in and just, you know, some T's crossed and some I's dotted. But as far as my end goes, I have done all that I could do. I am pretty much packed with the last of my things. Everything's already out there in my apartment except the clothes that I need to take and my husband and I are going to set out from Denver, you know, in a couple of weeks and drive cross country. And he's going to drop me off at school and stay with me for a few days. And we're going to have some time together there. And then he's going to get on that plane, you guys, and fly home. And, and that's going to be the next step of the journey is learning how to be married for as long as we have been married, 18 plus years 
but now we're stepping into a new phase and um, just a whole new level of long distance. You know, John was in the military for a really long time and he would have to go. I remember when he went, you know, over to Iraq and some of the other things that went on before and after 9-11 and he was gone for extreme lengths of time, but it was never me the one that was gone. I was always here holding down the fort, you know, raising the kids and working and, and just being here doing the thing while he was gone serving our country. And now, you know, the shoes on the other foot and I'm the one leaving and we're both going to have to adjust to that. But we both know that God is in it, that God's called us to it and that we can trust him with our marriage. So, um, I would love it if you guys would, would pray for us and, um, just pray for my time in Reading. I'm planning to podcast to you guys as often as I can. I know I'm going to be super busy, especially at first adjusting to school schedules and, um, new cities and, and just everything new. Um, so just bear with me. I pray that you'll give me a lot of grace, but I love doing these podcasts. I love staying connected with you guys. I, um, I love talking about the scandalous grace of Jesus. And I know I'm going to learn so much more about it while I'm away at school. And I know that God's going to teach me so much more about my own identity, but mostly I think that God's going to teach me even more about who he is. And I'm just going to, I feel like go to whole new levels of like the depths of his love and his goodness. And I'm so excited to be able to share that with you guys. That's really what this podcast is all about is us just remembering and being reminded of the goodness of God, the grace, the scandalous grace of Jesus. You know, um, he always went out of his way to love when he walked on this earth. You know, we take the title from John chapter nine and the man that was born blind and how the religious leaders were so offended when Jesus healed him because he healed him on the Sabbath. And they were so angry that he broke the Levitical law in order to heal someone You know, he broke the law to love someone. (laughs) To heal him was to love him, and to love him was to heal him. And so um, I love that Jesus just went for it every opportunity he had to love well. And that's that's my heart. That's what I want to do through my ministry. Um, And that's what I really want this podcast to be about. So I'm excited to share my journey with you. And hopefully I'll be interviewing some super amazing, awesome people out there in California and um, I'm eager to uh, bring you their stories and their experiences with our awesome God. And I would love to hear from you guys. You know, you can always email me and stay in touch with me at scandalousgrace at carlaswanigan.com. Um, you can find links to the podcast and anything else you need. Our social media, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. as Carla Swanigan. And um, you can find any of those links on my website, carlaswanigan.com. And that's Carla with a K. And now I just want to pray for you guys. Um, Like I said, this is really honestly just me asking you to please pray for me. Keep me and my family, my husband John, my son Evan, um, in your prayers as we go into the next phase of this transition, you know, and I head out in a couple of weeks. I would appreciate that so much. And I want to pray for you guys now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for everybody tuning in today, no matter when they're listening to this, Lord. Um, in the present future or really far off from now. I just thank you, God, that you have ordained 
this time and um, this connection for them to be reminded of your goodness, to be reminded of your scandalous grace and how much you love them, God, that you care about every detail of their life. And Lord, I just thank you that what you did for me, um, arranging my apartment and just checking off everything, not just on my need list, but also on my wish list, um, that it just proves how much you care about us, Lord. And I just pray that for those listening that just need to be reminded of your goodness in a real tangible way, Lord. You know what they need and you know what they wish for in their heart. Lord, will you just bring those things to pass in their life? And I pray that they would just manifest as a sign of your goodness, Lord, in their lives. And they would be reassured that you see them and you hear them and you care about them and that you are for them. And I just ask you to bless them, God. I ask you to draw them closer to your heart, that they would hear your voice and a stranger's voice. They would never follow. And they would know that they would know that they would know that you love them and that you are good and perfect in every way. And I bless them, Father, in the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, we pray. Amen. Now, before we close, guys, this verse is um, a really popular verse, actually, out of Romans. You've probably heard it. It's Romans 8, 28. But I just felt like the Lord was reminding me of it all week long when all this stuff was going on with the fires and there was all this uncertainty about my apartment. Was it safe? Was my Were my things in there? All my God journals are in that apartment. I've been so worried about them because everything I've ever written for the past 12 years, I think, um, from the Lord are in that apartment because I've already, you know, moved most of my stuff and I like to have those with me. And I was so worried about them and I just felt like the Lord kept speaking Romans 8, 28 to me and he reminded me of it right before I recorded this podcast again. So I wanted to read it to you guys. You've heard it this way probably um, the most often out of the NIV. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose. And that's, oh, that's such a good verse. He works everything out, you guys, no matter how it looks. God's going to work it for our good one way or the other. So I don't know what you're going through, but let him do his thing like only he can do. Let the Holy Spirit come and touch whatever it is that's going on, and God will work it for your good. But I really wanted to read it to you out of the Passion Translation because if you've listened to me at all, you know that's my favorite translation right now. So I'm going to read you Romans 8.28 out of the Passion Translation. So we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together to fit into God's perfect plan of bringing good into our lives. For we are his lovers who have been called to fulfill his designed purpose. And I just love the way that that they put it there in the Passion. Every detail of our lives is continually woven together to fit into God's perfect plan of bringing good into our lives. Be blessed, you guys. I love you so much. Thank you for tuning in. I'll be back to share more with you, probably from Redding, California, in just a couple of weeks. And I'll be podcasting as often as I can. But in the meantime, remember, leave religion out of it and just bring Jesus.